us pray. Lord, thank you for our tradition where we are told and informed that we approach scripture with scripture in one hand and the newspaper in the other. But dear and precious Jesus, help us to discern what you have to say for this, not using what happens in the newspaper, but what happens in scripture as our course and our defining way. And I pray most earnestly that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together will be acceptable to you. For you are our Lord and our Redeemer. Amen. We are referred to as sheep in Scripture a lot. The lost sheep, what we just read for our call to worship, sacrificial lambs, sheep as related to wolves, it is such an important animal, biblically, yet many of us, and I know this is not true for everyone, but many of us have never even come near a sheep, and I've never touched one. And Christ says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep intimately, each one. I know their quirks. I know their idiosyncrasies better than they even know these things. And all of this is reassuring because I have always been mildly offended about being called a sheep, but I figure there must be a really good reason for this. And then we learn and discover how the sheep really are, the actual animals, the sheep. They are not bright. And I don't know how stupid they actually are, but let's just say they're not bright. And they operate as a group. They follow, mutely follow, any shepherd. And they mindlessly become one with the flock, often failing to assess danger, because that would require thinking for themselves. And they have been known to follow the herd right over the cliff. They are needy. And not only do they lack the ability to care for themselves, they don't want to take care of themselves. They are foolish, needy creatures. And maybe because of this, they have been maligned in different ways. I've read in literature and experienced out west that there are sheep ranchers, sheep farmers that are held in contempt. And sheep meat, I'm not talking about lamb, but sheep meat is considered not very desirable. Would you rather have a steak or a hunk of mutton? Lamb is different. <laughs> Sheep lack dignity, and they are foolish. And a lack of a shepherd means that they will follow anything. I don't want to be a sheep, but we understand the sheepiness of humanity. We've seen, and in all honesty, have probably participated in groupthink and herd mentality, at least at some point in our lives. And I remember it's, it starts very, very early, decades ago in one of my sixth grade classes. Even the nice kids joined in bullying one of the students. There's nothing new about bullying, and I couldn't believe how no one defended the one kid who was bullied. And I was astounded by this lack of empathy. And out of 30 kids in the class, there were only two who showed any signs of disgust or were bothered by it. 
And finally, in desperation, I sent the bullied kid away on a long errand. And I asked the class, how would you feel if someone did this to you? And I was relieved to observe them trying, trying to put themselves in another's shoes. And then I watched as the little lambs tried to decide which shepherd to follow. It was either the main bully who might end up bullying them if they didn't follow, or the teacher who was putting a guilt trip on them, but it wasn't a bad guilt trip. I believe in some guilt trips. And I did see compassion emerge in that group for the bullied boy. And a couple of ki kids actually did risk showing him compassion. Because though we are like sheep in many ways, it's just a simile. We're not sheep. The similarities are hard to miss, but we are not sheep. Embedded in this passage are indicators that Jesus knows each one of us so intimately for a very good reason, because in each one of us, there is a lot to know. Each one of us have been uniquely made each one of us is a masterpiece of God. And Jesus knows each one intimately, which suggests that we are unique and we are not sheep. We're just like them. It's not no one person, and therefore you know all people. Jesus, and this has hit me like a ton of bricks this week, Jesus' whole ministry was about elevating the human being and not succumbing to stereotypes or broad thinking or putting everyone in the same box because what he did is gave us our souls. What he did was give us our unique calling and bearing on earth. He had been talking about sheep for a while when Jesus makes one of his great I am statements. He makes them all the time in the Gospel of John. He says, I am the truth. He says, I am the way. He says, I am the light. And he also says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And the sheep range from somewhat lovable creatures to downright disgusting creatures, and he would die for any one of them. The good shepherd will actually die and lay down his life he did for lives that the world sees as unimportant the world discards human beings on friday i was talking to pastor tanya through her we know city churches in baltimore and our women have gone on retreat with the mothers and grandmothers of inner city kids who are constantly facing danger and are at risk. And I remember when Pastor Tanya was here, and in one setting, I don't know if she was preaching about it or if it was in a casual setting, mentioned to our people that what they were getting ready to do was go into the most dangerous part of Baltimore, a group of mothers and a group of grandmothers, and kneel down in the road and pray the Holy Spirit into that place. And you know that some of our women volunteered to go. They did. And I've always known that about us. 
we're supposed to be the body of Christ. When we do the giving boxes, that has become an amazing learning experience. We're no longer isolated from the city. Baltimore is our city, and the sheep are being slaughtered. Only it's very, very tricky because they are commingled with the wolves. The sheep are everywhere, shepherdless, so they fall prey. Christ is willing to leave the flock to go after one sheep. And I remember that from Sunday school. It stayed with me. The good shepherd will leave the flock to go after one lost sheep. There are no discards. Every sheep is of immense, of immense importance to God. And there is a bizarre cultural acceptance of calling people trash. I mean, we've heard the phrase poor white trash for a long time. But there's also, on reality TV, you'll see people just throwing the word around, oh, you're trash. And if you cringe when you hear this, know that it is the Holy Spirit telling you something. Christ died for the so-called trash. Christ uses his community, his body, the church, to elevate humanity. And we've seen it again and again. And I was reminded recently that 15 people offered a church member a kidney when a transplant was necessary. It makes me proud to be human when I hear things like this. Injustice is everywhere, but it seems to pool in certain places. Christ, God's presence, needs to overwhelm our city right now as sheep are being led to the, sh to the slaughter. So in the last couple of days, I have felt this deep, deep stirring to make a stand for justice somehow with our churches in Baltimore, with the two that we know really well. Knox Presbyterian and Grace Presbyterian. I also know that there's a part of our spiritual development that requires that we take a stand for something that's bigger than ourselves, beyond ourselves, or we will become stuck in the ruts of life so that the details become the important thing and Christ just becomes a compartmentalized place we go to once in a while. We need to put ourselves on the line now and then in the name of Christ. The Good Shepherd, he will tell us exactly what we don't want to hear. If we're stuck in a rut, he leads us and says it's time to move. Don't block me. Don't run away. He says, follow me, follow me. So I am feeling heartbroken about injustice. And I call my family, who are activists. What do you think my 87-year-old mother says when I said, I'm going to go into the city because there's injustice and something must be done? And my mother says, go. Go. So guess what God had planned for me at 11 o'clock on Saturday to do a funeral for a Baltimore police officer. Of course, because they are maligned just as much as any child in the city 
is maligned. The stereotypes, the hatred is spread to everyone. So there are really, really good policemen. <laughs> there are, and I always, my heart breaks, and I'm sure yours do too, for the families, especially the kids who have parents who are loyal and honorable law enforcement people in Baltimore. It's a profession being maligned right now. But just as equally, there are stereotypes of African Americans in that city that are causing problems. And our shepherd leads us to transcend the hatred. Feed my sheep means give them the spiritual truth. It's hard to be a human. And we, like that, can slip into stereotypes and making broad generalizations about whole segments of humanity based on an experience. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. And I have always said, and I will continue to say, that in eternity we will be absolutely shocked by who is there. Very few people are going to be left out when they understand who Jesus Christ is. What is the good shepherd saying to us? What is he saying to the ones who, who are actual targets of misdirected rage? You know my voice. And it's a voice that tells us what we necess don't necessarily want to hear because it's not our will. We can approximate God's will, but we are not God. But after we hear the voice, there is relief. And here is what the voice tells us. You were created for more. You were created to bring goodness, tolerance, and agape love into the world. You were created to act on my behalf. The good shepherd leads us into the heart of kingdom life and not off a cliff. And finally, the contrast that Jesus Christ gives us with the hired hand is essential. The hired hand will take the sheep over the cliff because his interests are ultimately not the sheep but himself. And therefore, there is no ownership. He wouldn't give his life for the sheep. And the sheep are just a job. And the good shepherd will do anything for the good of the sheep, anything including die for the sheep. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, because there is hope for everything now. And there is hope in any situation now. He not only knows the sheep but he gives the sheep a name and it's not just beloved but it is lovers of God let us pray Lord we fear sometimes that everybody wants and needs to make it too simple and in a way it is 
when there's absence of love, absence of tolerance, woundedness from fear, woundedness from rage, the world is a mess. So help us stretch in ways to love. Help us to see the world through your eyes. And we ask this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.